Hi, I'm Emma Hill. Welcome to Art Seeker Stories, a podcast about my journey seeking art at the core of finding my own art. Here, I'll take you on a nostalgic trip back 20 to 22 years ago, sharing my diary during my days as long-haul cabin crew for British Airways. These are my worldwide travels as an art seeker, as an art culture vulture, where it all began at the turn of the century. Today's episode 37 is a postcard of Johannesburg's wild animals, and the date is the 22nd of September in 2000. This time, I don't seek art. Instead, I seek out Johannesburg's finest wild animals. I hug a cub and I visit the Peelensburg National Park. So many years later, I realise how art engages with us, shouting its plight to save our endangered animals. No art seeking today. Instead, I went on a mission to hug a cub. We pass a den of sleeping lions who jump up alert with the assistance of a recorded tape of mating calls. A good cheap little trick while we are sitting safely in the comfort of our jeep. And, well, the lions weren't so phased. I'm shocked as the lions are lazily wandering among the wardens, freely, strong and majestic, as the men were casually going about their day-to-day business. I guess there is some sort of an understanding between beast and man. In an unfenced area, each keeping watch on the other. I express my surprise to our guide who tells me that it wasn't so long ago that a husband and wife, Japanese tourists, thought the same. They got out of the car beside the lion to take a photograph, only to be mauled to death by it. It makes me wonder sometimes how stupid people can be with so little respect for wildlife. I say that, and yet I get into a pen and play with the cubs. They are a little bigger, much larger than I expected, and borderline too big for playtime rough and tumble. Too excited, they're cuddly and cute, but I'm also aware of their true nature as natural-born killers. We were lucky to have missed a mob of kids and so we had a 45-minute playtime with a nine-month-old cub, the size of a large, chubby Labrador dog, which on your lap felt like a ton. And there you have it. All I said above respecting the instincts of a wild animal, all out the window. I was determined to play, as was he. And he played hard, like a giant overexcited puppy. My hands and arms were scratched all over in crisscrosses. In between playing with this cub, I also tried to calm it down. And in between little rests, it became quite settled and calm in my lap. Which, of course, just makes me want to snuggle in close. Stupidly, I do. And I feel the edge of the cub's teeth glide across my neck, which already at this age are sharp, like a shark, razor sharp. Luckily, he wasn't interested in my flesh. 
Instead, his teeth enveloped the mass of my hair in a ponytail. This became a great game, particularly after a ball was taken away due to the cub being overexcited. The following day, my joy continued with a safari to Pelensburg Park. I couldn't wait. I was on a high. On the way, we stop off at Sun City, a man-made paradise enticing people in to make money. Sun City is South Africa's answer to Las Vegas, being the first tourist resort introducing gambling, which was previously prohibited. Needless to say, the furnishings and gardens speak luxury and money, indulging in over-the-top opulence with a hint of theme of wild animals. It seems to be the place to experience leisurely afternoon English teas. There is an abundance of cakes, but we move on. I don't care, as all I want to see is the animals out in the wild. On leaving, I kept thinking, I don't think I've ever seen such a huge, giant chandelier. Eventually, we arrive and drive along a mud track that takes us through Pelensburg National Park. It was incredible, such a memorable, amazing experience to be able to see such magnificent wild animals in their natural habitat, free roaming around. I was so touched and humbled for the experience of wildlife and nature, the landscape, the wide skies and sunset. It was great. I was so excited to see the wild animals so close up, from hippos, rhinos, giraffes, zebras, monkeys, elephants, lions, snakes and springbok. We saw an elephant on our path so close, it was angry and on a charge. I'm not sure why, but luckily not at us. I was surprised to see the impact of power and the devastation in its wake. It uprooted trees that are obstacles in its way, like weeds, pulled out of the ground. We saw a rhino which held my heart with its baby right beside. There was a family pack of lions that looked like the lionesses were taking their cubs out for a day's outing. I think I spotted ten or so cubs cheekily bumping into each other mischievously. There are black and brown striped zebra and many springbok. The guide tells me that springbok, South Africa's national animal, is also considered the McDonald's of the animal kingdom. Not only are there so many of them available, caught and eaten, at a distance their markings from the back is also a picture of a M, McDonald's Golden's Arches. And now... Nostalgically looking back at my diary, 22 years to the day, my thoughts and reflection. 22 years later now, I'm taking us on a journey through art that supports endangered species creating awareness of our plight to save our planet's animals. Back then, with my fond memory of the mother and her baby rhino, I couldn't have imagined the immediate danger that they are in today as critically endangered. My favourite discussion about art and wildlife is with a friend, Sky Holland, who I interviewed in episode 20. It's well worth a listen. She spent 10 years in Johannesburg with her young family, 
creatively cultivating a bridge between art and business, raising funds and awareness in her art and work, linking her passion for wildlife conservation. In South Africa, one of the biggest dangers to their wild animals is poaching. Poaching has devastating consequences for wildlife. In some instances, it is the primary reason why an animal faces a risk of extinction. This is the case with the African elephant, with more than 100,000 of which were killed between 2014 and 2017 for ivory. Poaching has also had a catastrophic impact on rhinos, with more than 1,000 slaughtered a year for their horns. It is also still legal to trophy hunt wild animals in South Africa. Trophy hunting does not contribute to conservation in South Africa, although I read that some 341 million goes to the South African economy and it supports more than 17,000 employment opportunities. And yet, 83% of trophies exported are captive bred animals or non-native species and native species with no national conservation management plan and where little is known of their wild populations or the impact of trophy hunting on them. So this is really scary and makes it difficult to know where we are. Art then is very much a platform to promote and voice our concern politically and otherwise in all that entails awareness in the danger of losing our animals with some that won't be seen unable to survive within our child's lifetime. In 1983 Andy Warhol created a series of 10 colour screen prints on endangered animals from around the world. The Siberian tiger, San Francisco silverspot, orangutan, zebra, black rhinoceros, bighorn ram, African elephant, pine barrens tree frog, giant panda and bald eagle. The idea was commissioned by art dealers Ronald and Frieda Feldman after a conversation with Warhol about ecological issues that also included beach erosion. Warhol focuses on each animal from the Endangered Species Act of 1973. This act defined endangered species as a humanitarian matter and banned trade involving endangered animals and made step to protect their habitats. The act found that the major cause of the decline of these animals was the loss of habitat, international trafficking and toxic waste management. Since then, in 2019, two out of the ten on the list have been removed from the list no longer endangered. In 2018, Artworks for Change created an incredible show, Ethics, Excess, Extinction, an exhibition exploring the reality of endangered species and humanity's responsibility to protect it. The boundaries of art explore our significant social and economic choices. Artists help us choose how we can help the pain and suffering of these animals in making better choices in what we eat, in our food, what we buy and dispose of, and what we choose to actively support. The stories are told through art, 
stories we may not have seen before, giving us a whole new perspective and system of value connected to our belief, environment and all living things. Also in 2018, the Wildlife Federation of the USA promoted Art of the Possible, which encouraged the success of conservation. That's dependent on many advocates, including contemporary artists. The Endangered Species Mural Project promotes art as it takes nature as its model, with graffiti arts, huge murals across the streets of the USA. Other ways artists have promoted their environmental causes is by their findings of rubbish left behind, damaging and endangering our animals. In fact, there's a whole movement of eco-trash art. It's huge. I found this out talking to another friend, Kat Coulter, in episode 10. Also worth a listen. And every year, Explorers Against Extinction promote their sketch for survival, a global art initiative in the aid of conservation. So, yes, art has a massive impact to promoting and saving animals. Where I work at Art House Unlimited, we have already created large collaborative artworks for sea life, coral and the environment. Sharks, turtles, whales, gorillas, the Amazon rainforest and so many other animals celebrating their uniqueness and beauty. Art continues to celebrate life, promote to preserve our animals and planet. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Art Seeker Stories. Please do follow, share and comment and join in the conversation. I'd love to hear your art seeking journeys too. Mini podcast postcard episodes, Art Seeking Stories Worldwide, are released 20 to 22 years to the day of visiting and therefore irregular as and when. In between there are the occasional heart to heart artist interviews. Until next time, very best wishes. Bye.